Over the weekend, the Tony Awards debuted a new piece of anti-meat propaganda for Impossible Foods. Let's see what they call um, making meat history. Ah, meat. We have quite a long history together, don't we? But let's think back to our carnivorous fate when a caveman saw a mammoth and was like, um, how would that taste? Oh, since then, what a journey it's been. An incisor rama parade of meat friends. The Huns love their mutton. Egyptians, their pigeons. Even the Aztecs had deer in their kitchens. Hmm, so far I'm seeing a pattern here. Uh, humans eat meat, but let's let them continue. And now, as luck would have it, there's a brand new meat to decant from a delicious new animal called the plant. <gasps> meat from a plant? That's so weird. I'm offended. So am I. Now hold up, friends, this meat can do all the things that meat can do, too. It can sizzle and bleed. Impossible! Yes, I know. It can be hard to believe. This plant meat, when you eat it, it's the meatiest meat you ever meated. Though, if you're someone who likes meat with a face, I assure you that can be arranged. So let's welcome this new meat, whose biggest difference is... Impossible is much better for the planet. It also has zero milligrams of cholesterol and is packed with protein. If you can't taste the difference, then hold up your buns. All the other meats agree this new meat's more fun. That's right. The new meat on the scene. Just stack it on your modern day grill. You'll be making meat history. Okay, that's horrifying. <laughs> A musical ad promoting fake meat and pretending it's better for the planet and better for you and your health. Uh, it, it's really upsetting to me to see them trying to make it cute when I think it's one of the most harmful things we're doing to humanity right now. Let's check out some of the context in this article from Muse by Cleo. That meaty melody bowed during last night's Grammy Awards. I think it was the Tony Awards, but uh, whatever. A second campaign from Terry's crew, the Summer of Impossible, employs product-focused vignettes to explain the value and taste proposition of the brand's plant-based offerings. Naturally, you're asking, do the burgers speak? Well, um... Alright, let's watch this one, too. I'm a beef burger, so I taste like beef. I'm impossible, I also taste like beef. Oh, well, okay, touchy. I think you mean touché. Oh, right, touchy. Oh, dang it. It's the summer of impossible. Tastes great and packed with protein. Go ahead, be meat curious. Yeah, real cute. Another real cute little... I'm telling you, just because it might taste like meat, you think it's going to be the same as meat? Do you really think you can replicate all of the complexity of nature, uh, of a cow eating grass, and, and the microbes in that cow's multiple guts transforming that grass into the most nutritious meal possible? Uh, I don't think so. The article continues, We need to welcome consumers into the plant-based space and give them a reason to choose Impossible, says Leslie Sims, Chief Marketing and Creative Officer at Impossible Foods. These campaigns are light-hearted and approachable by design.
design to make the choice between our products and animal meat feel less intimidating. We want consumers to know that they don't have to give up the meat they love. Impossible products are our meat. But, but what? I couldn't even read that. Pro Impossible products are meat, they say. That, that, that's false advertising. Straight up false advertising. Just made from plants, they say. So they're still delicious and have a ton of other benefits. All right, uh, you know what? As a word nerd, I have to dig into this word meat. According to the Online Etymology Dictionary, meat is a noun derived from Middle English meat, from Old English meat, <laughs> food, nourishment, sustenance. Other meanings include item of food, animal food, fodder, also a meal, repast, from Proto-Germanic mati, also source of Old Frisian meat, Old Saxon meti, Old Norse mater, I'm sure I'm kind of butchering these, <laughs> butchering, uh, Old High German maz, Gothic mats, food. Meat means food. And while plant foods might be food, they're not meat. We know what we mean when we say meat. And so did the old English and Germans who came up with the word. This etymology also says that the narrower sense of flesh of warm-blooded animals killed and used as food is attested from circa 1300. Earlier, this was flesh meat, early 12th century. Meat is food. Okay. In Middle English, they say, vegetables could still be called green meat, 15th century, and white meat was a dairy food or product, early 15th century. So, uh, to be fair, it seems that vegetables can be considered meat, but according to the 15th century English, it would be called green meat, and I would not eat green meat, and I would not recommend it. But uh, getting back to this new ad campaign, it's from the Super Serious Agency, co-founded by Terry Crews, the famous actor and athlete. And, um, well, I don't think he's a vegan. If he is, he hasn't always been. From Eat This, Not That, Terry Crews reveals his exact breakfast, lunch, and dinner to stay fit. This is from 2021. Terry Crews is one of the fittest celebrities in the entertainment industry, nearly as famous for his impressive muscles as he is for his decade-spanning acting career. However, it's not just the long hours Crews logs in the gym that help him stay in such amazing shape. The star is equally dedicated to his diet. Read on to discover the exact meals Cruz eats to stay fit. And from uh, blah 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 blah, um, he starts his day with supplements, they say. In a new interview with Men's Health, Cruz reveals that he typically doesn't eat first thing in the morning. When I wake up, the first thing I do is have a glass of water. And I put amino acid powder inside. Uh, amino acids, that's something you get from, uh, well, certainly from meat. <laughs> I like to call it stardust, he tells the publication. He follows this with coffee made with a little bit of coconut oil, but steers clear of solid food until later in the day. Here we go. He goes protein heavy for his first meal. And that's a good-looking meal right there. Uh, bacon? Eggs? <laughs> Says, when Cruz breaks his fast, he typically loads up on protein-rich foods, like eggs and bacon, with a side salad. Eh, whatever. But eggs and bacon, hello. 
It's healthy. It, it keeps you strong. And, and, and <laughs> I don't know why, why he's promoting something that won't do that. Uh, he has a carb-heavy dinner, blah, blah, blah. But he also says, a great dinner for me would be bison ribeye. All right. Sweet potatoes eh, and broccoli. I'm telling you, broccoli... I used to ask for that as a kid. What kind of a kid asks for broccoli? But I also had hypothyroidism until a few years ago. And yeah, broccoli, just like mustard, can actually interfere with your thyroid. No one talks about the downsides of plants. But they always say meat is not good for you when it's healing people left and right. Saved my life to eat nothing but animal products. And uh, here we go. Anyway, he ends the day with dessert. Also something I don't recommend, but uh, again, uh, how many people work out as much as Terry Crews? Are you working out that much? I don't think you're going to boil that off, you know what I mean? So I don't recommend that either, but this is what he does, and he seems healthy to me. But when it comes to this diet, the meat of it is going to be the, the meat, <laughs> the bison ribeye, the bacon, the eggs. These are the things that I think are really keeping us healthy. But no, he's going to take the money and promote fake meat and help promote an anti-human agenda. So I don't know, Terry. I don't know. I'm sorry, Mr. Cruz. He, he's way bigger than me. I got to be real respectful here, but uh, still... <laughs> What are you doing here? You're selling out humanity, all right? Now, you heard in the first song how this fake meat can sizzle and bleed because that's all you need is the taste and the sizzle and the the blood. Okay, so let's see what Impossible says about their um, heme, which is the thing that they say is what you really want out of meat. Not the B vitamins, not the amino acids, not all of the various vitamins and minerals that will literally keep you alive if you eat nothing but beef. Don't worry about that. Uh, just worry about the taste and the appearance and all that and, and the texture. That's all that matters. So as long as it tastes the same, or at least close, you should be fine, right? But no, I don't think so. It says here on the Impossible Foods website, uh, feeding the planet. Don't forget, they think that you're destroying the planet by eating meat, so eventually they're going to try to force this stuff on us. I really think so. So, uh, anyway, making meat from plants. Before Impossible Foods, there was meat and there were plants. Back in 2011, we started with a simple question. What makes meat taste like meat? Then we figured out how to make it with plants. You know our products. Yes, I do, unfortunately. Now meet the team and the technology behind it all. All right. Tiny molecule, big flavor. Heme is what makes meat taste like meat. It's an essential molecule found in every living plant and animal. Most abundantly in animals. Yeah, uh-huh. And something we've been eating and craving since the dawn of humanity. Here at Impossible Foods, our plant-based heme is made via fermentation of genetically engineered yeast. You heard me, right? All right. They're at bragging that they make this fake meat taste more like real meat using a GMO fungus. Seems like not too long ago, everyone was avoiding GMOs, right? Opting for organic. Do you know that King Charles goes around the world, travels everywhere with his own stock 
of organic foods. So while he's probably promoting this stuff too, he's not eating it. He's eating organic, which is what I think we should all be doing, whether you're eating plants or animals. But no, 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 let's eat the uh, GMO, <laughs> GMO fungus to make the meat fake bleed. <laughs> I, I, I don't even, I can't, I can't. Anyway, they continue, and safety verified by America's top food safety experts. Oh yes, trust the experts. And peer-reviewed academic, academic, academic journals. These are the people who are promoting vegetable oil as being healthier than butter, okay? The, vegetable oil, which will kill you if you eat enough of it, which will give you diabetes, heart disease, all kinds of issues, maybe even Alzheimer's. But hey, this is fine, right? It, it tastes like meat, right? So impossible beef made from plants. Yeah, it is impossible. Soy protein. <laughs> Soy, an estrogenic food that uh, screws up the hormones of many people, maybe not everyone, but it can really mess you up if you're not careful. Impossible Foods denies this, apparently, and they have a whole propaganda page all about it, so you can check that out if you like, but um, I'm telling you that soy is not necessarily good for your health. Now, getting back to this heme iron thing, uh, let's watch a video from Impossible Foods all about it. Heme is a beautiful iron-containing molecule, and it's essential for pretty much life on Earth. The heme in your blood grabs the oxygen from your lungs and carries it all around your body. And the amazing thing about heme, besides doing all that sort of stuff that enables life to exist on Earth, is that it's also what makes meat delicious. I just have to point out, I, I really can't stand this, uh, yeah, again, they're trying to be cute with all this, you know, gentle music to put you in the right mood, to feel like all of this is good for you and, and uh, wholesome. It's, it's show business, folks. Don't forget that. These are just business people. They're making money. They, some of them might believe in what they're saying, but it's business. And don't you forget it. And millions, billions of dollars were tied up into this junk. The first to discover that heme is what makes meat taste like meat. It's highly abundant in animal muscle tissue, and if you were to eat meat raw, that bloody flavor that you get, that's heme. And when you cook meat, with all the different flavors and aromas that you get, that is catalyzed by heme as well. The I, I should um, also mention that when you're eating a steak, and there's uh, what appears to be blood coming out of the steak. It's not actually blood. It is heme, but um, it's from an animal. And the meat contains a lot of other elements that are incredibly healthy for you. So including the, the fat and just a, a lot, like I was saying before, the vitamins, the minerals, all that stuff. So it's not as simple as just the taste and the texture. There's a lot to it. Nature is so complex that it's absurd that we think we can just replicate it, especially using the wrong thing. <laughs> Plants? All right, let's let him continue. Craving for meat is really a craving for heme and the iron and protein that it represents in the diet. 
every decision that no we- not not just the uh iron not just the 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 i'm telling you it, it's the body craves meat because it craves food real food an appropriate human food and it's way more complicated than they're making it seem. They're saying, oh, this is what you want out of the meat, and we, we got it. So just eat this. You don't need the real meat. It's absurd. What we make is really driven by our values and our mission. We want to feed the population in 2050. We want to do it in a way that does not destroy the planet. All of the decisions oh. that we've made have been to produce a product that we can make in a way that is scalable and sustainable and safe. And Okay. Scalable, sustainable, and safe. Fake meat is so much better for the planet than, uh, I don't know, uh, a cow eating grass in a field. Okay. Do you see this uh, factory? Do you see all the machinery? Do, do you need electricity to raise a cow? No, you don't. We've been doing that for many thousands of years. Uh, I mean, the fact that they're promoting sustainability uh, and environmentalism while they're working in a factory, pr producing this stuff using machines. Compare that factory to uh, a cow on the field, okay? <laughs> Which one looks better for the planet to you? These cows eating grass or this factory uh, making fake meat to, to mimic a cow. So no, uh, processed factory made meat, whether it's grown in a lab or manufactured from plants, is not as good for the planet as an animal from the planet eating the planet and fertilizing the planet. We have a beautiful circle of life. There are different. I don't like that we have to eat food with faces. It, it you know, it, it's a, a challenge for people who love animals, and I love animals, but that includes humans. And humans thrive eating meat, just like my cat thrives eating meat. And I don't know why we would divorce ourselves from nature and pretend that we're not part of nature and try to make all our food in a factory instead of eating from the land. Like most, no, like all other animals. Well, except fish, because they don't eat from the land, they eat from the, the water, but, uh, and we do too, but you, you know what I'm saying. To produce a product that we can make in a way that is scalable and sustainable and safe. And that applies to him. All right, I think we've seen enough of this video, but uh, I just wanted to point out that, yeah, it, it's not better for the planet. It's not better for you to be eating factory food, factory made, lab grown, whatever it is, instead of actual food, whether it's plants or animals. You don't want to eat all this processed junk. And they're trying to stop you from eating meat, ultimately. That's the real goal here is that they want a hundred percent market share if they can get it they don't want you eating meat they say it's bad for the environment and you saw what happened during the pandemic right um everyone had to comply because we were in an emergency well certain countries have declared a climate emergency and what do you think happens under an emergency the so-called authorities 
force people to do what's best for everyone. And, well, you can't be eating meat anymore because we're supposedly killing the planet with it. So, uh, even though it, it comes from the planet. But no worry, science is here to the rescue. Uh, factories, uh, fixing the world, all the problems that were caused by the factories we built before this one, right? So, uh, they want to blame you for all the problems in the world, instead of the industries that are selling you their so-called solutions. It's a scam as old as industrialization itself. I mean, the, when cotton was first processed by machinery, the oils from the cotton were essentially waste. They were waste products. Um, eventually, they were used to maybe lubricate machinery, stuff like that, but you know, certain people are just so smart that they realized they could sell this grease as a substitute for animal fat, especially if they promoted it as being healthier than animal fat. And that's how we ended up with things like a Crisco and margarine and other butter substitutes and tallow substitutes that actually cause health problems, unlike tallow and butter, which make you healthier. But to this day, the USDA and the FDA, they recommend that you replace butter with vegetable oil and and get sick and die <laughs> thanks guys thank you experts if you can't tell this stuff upsets me a little bit so that's what goes through my mind when i hear a musical number about uh, how good plant-based meat is and and when i see a, a talking veggie burger it's not cute it's destroying humanity and uh, i think that um we need to keep our eyes on this stuff because while they're trying to make it cute now, eventually they want to force this on all of us. It's already happening. I mean, New York City, my hometown, is starting to track meat consumption and other things that they claim are destroying the environment. And if you really want to talk about reducing carbon, well, that's what we all breathe out every time we exhale and... Uh, well, in places like Canada, which has declared a climate emergency, they are now killing people uh, with the, the MAID program, they call it, M-A-I-D, Medical Assistance in Dying. It's assisted suicide, and it's being promoted uh, even for people who are just depressed or can't make enough money to make ends meet. It's getting crazy out there. And they're, they're trying to expand access to children. This is so alarming. This is so anti-human. We need to push back as soon as possible, as much as possible. Otherwise, we're going to go extinct. Don't forget, homo sapiens means wise man. Not just man. Why, sapiens means wise. So, wise up. Be more sapiens. <laughs> Try not to let them trick you into destroying us. <laughs> there I go being a word nerd again, but uh, what are you going to do? Words mean things. At least they used to mean things. I hope you're happy and healthy, whatever you're eating. Uh, but um, it, it's been a crazy time in human history. And I don't think we've ever been this close to really destroying ourselves. It's 
worse, I think, than the nuclear arms race, which is also a problem, which would, I guess, destroy us in a, a flash. But this is something that's been destroying us more and more over time through chronic illness, things like that, through uh, mental illness and all these other issues that come from eating an improper diet, living an unhealthy, unnatural lifestyle. That's the problem here. Not uh, the need for more pharmaceuticals and uh, for fake meat, lab-grown meat, or uh, any of this stuff. So I encourage you to try to live in harmony with nature, and that includes living in harmony with your nature as a human, an animal who has grown and thrived eating real meat. Over the past week alone, three of my friends have lost their mothers to an early death, just like I did uh, just three years ago. And one of them was a heart attack, uh, and others had other health issues, but... We should not be dying like this. So please take care of yourselves and each other as best you can. And I think that includes eating a lot of meat and not so much of the, uh, you know, bread and sugar and junk food. It's not necessary and it might taste okay, might taste great. But uh, wouldn't you rather be healthy and happy and alive for yourself and your loved ones? That's all I'm saying. Thanks, as always, for listening to me rant. Um, I think I have to talk more about this war on meat again. Because while we're so worried about Donald Trump and Joe Biden and yada yada, and I guess it's all important, but you know what else is important? Being alive, being healthy. And right now, there is a lot being built to take away our natural way of life and to build this artificial whatever, they want to claim that it's a utopia, I guess, or uh, an improvement at least, but it's not. It's not. It's just more industrialization, more processing, more whatever. It's all industry. When industries are trying to sell you more solutions to the problems that they've caused, pay attention and follow the money. You can check out all my links and more of my rants at themeatofit.com. Until next time, this is Michael Anthony saying, eat meat and thrive.